The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Want to fearlessly explore your creative spirit? Join artist Susie K. Edwards for Path of the Butterfly, a weekend workshop at Omega Institute's beautiful campus in Rhinebeck, New York, May 24th through 26th. Experiment with a variety of art forms, engage in mindfulness, walking, and silent meditation, and discover a new and free-flowing creative vision. This workshop is for beginners and professional artists. Learn more at eomega.org thrive. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and What do I even say other than, hey? (sighs) Well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Learn the language of spirit. This is The Intuitive Life with Laura Wooster. Hello, everyone. I'm Laura Worcester, and welcome to The Intuitive Life, where we walk together and support each other on the path to becoming more spiritually aware, enlightened, and inspired. This week on this podcast is something we do once a month, and it's the tarot uh, show, where I have my lovely friend and colleague, Anne Hens, come on, and we and she offers tips and lessons on reading tarot cards, and we also offer readings, and she'll pull tarot cards for you, and I'll also pull some oracle cards for you, um, and give you um, some insight through the cards. So let me bring on my dear friend Anne Hens. Welcome, Anne. Welcome back. Yeah, it helps to unmute, doesn't it? <laughs> Not okay. like we haven't done this before. Hi, Laura. <laughs> Hi, everyone. Very, very happy to be here as always. I always look forward to this to this episode every month. And I learned so much from you. And I know a lot of our listeners do as well. Um, so for anybody who's listening, you may or may not be interested in reading Tarot, but maybe you have an Oracle deck. Uh, maybe you have a different type of cards. But I feel a lot of what Anne says Um, Although some of it may be applicable for tarot, some of you can actually take some of this advice and apply it to different types of cards. Um, So I hope you enjoy this. So Anne, what do you have for us today for a tarot tip? Okay. Um, Do we want to start with a tarot tip? We can do that. Sure. All right. And then we want to make sure we get to the two cards for the coming um, few weeks as well. Yes. All right. Tarot tip. Um, People often want to know when something is going to happen. Um, And there are many different ways of determining timing. Uh, Some people will use the suits as uh, assigned seasons to the suits and work with it that way. Um, I will usually lay out two cards per month and then I look for the cards that suggest the event happening in that month. But there's another way that I think is really quite cool. Sometimes the event that we want to happen is really dependent on our state of mind or our taking some action. So I call this um, conditional timing. So it will happen when you, rather than at this time or in this month. Um, Since I don't have any handouts that I can give to all of you, you may want to mark these Uh, four conditions down, write them down so that you can practice with them, because I think they're really good. So there are four conditions. You can work with one or all of them. Um, Condition one, it will happen when you realize, and then we pull a card. So condition one, when you realize this. Condition two, it will happen when you accept something. Condition three, it will happen when you acknowledge something. And condition four, it will happen when you do something. And so what you will do is pull a card for each of those um, conditions. And I'm, I'm saying it will happen. It is likely to happen. Remember, tarot is always a probability. 
unlikelihood. So for example, if we're gonna use these um, four conditions for conditional timing as to when something will happen, might happen, uh, when will I get a promotion? Condition one, when you realize, and the, <clears throat> the card I pulled randomly was Knight of Wands. So when you realize that you have what it takes to do this job, gotta believe that. When will I get a promotion? Condition two, when you accept, and the card I pulled was the death card. So you're likely to get this promotion when you accept that something will need to be let go of before it can happen. Third condition, when might I get this promotion? When you acknowledge the card I pulled was the Ace of Cups. So you are likely to get the promotion when you acknowledge that you really, really want it and feel the joy that it will bring. Feel that, experience that. And that is likely to bring the promotion about. And our final condition, when might I get the promotion? Uh, when you do, and the card I pulled was the magician. So it's likely that the promotion will come about when you do whatever it takes to make this happen. Take some action, do something. Don't just sit there waiting for it to come to you. So this is, I think, a little more realistic because it, it says when these conditions are right, when you are in the right space and you have done the right thing, then the event is likely to happen. Let me do uh, one other example because I think that the, um, one of these cards is kind of important because it's the don't do this. Okay, when will my house sell? Or when is it likely that my house will sell? Condition one, when you realize the card was the nine of pentacles. So it's likely that your house will sell when you realize that it really is time to let go of this one and let a new cycle begin. That's nine new cycle in the physical pentacles. Condition two, when is it likely that my house will sell? When you accept the card was the four of wands. It's likely that your house will sell when you accept that there is new joy and freedom awaiting you when you let go of this old house. And own that, believe that, feel that. Condition three, when is it likely that my house will sell? It's likely that your house will sell when you acknowledge, and the card was the emperor. It's likely that your house will sell. Emperors don't budge. Emperors are pretty set in their ways. So, and this was the card I wanted you to hear because it's the opposite. It's the don't do this. Um, it's likely that your house will sell when you acknowledge the card is the emperor. When you acknowledge that you may need to be more flexible in the deal. And final condition four, when is it likely that my house will sell? It's likely that your house will sell when you do the card is the queen of swords. It's likely that your house will sell when you work with a realtor who really knows her stuff. Queen of swords, very sharp, very intelligent. So work with a realtor who knows her stuff. So that's, I, I like this idea of doing the timing um, conditionally yeah. because it puts the onus on us, the burden on us to make it happen, to make conditions right, our conditions right energetically in order for the event, whatever it is to happen. So it's kind of cool. I, I suggest you try it. Oh, I love this. Yeah, I'm going to try that sometime next time I pull cards for myself. So you have, so let me just, um, cause you know me, I just have to sort of talk this out. <laughs> so okay. Sure. Now that I understand what you're saying. So let's okay, for So use the example of when will my house sell? Um, so if I say, if I was going to put out a question, like, um, when am I, uh, when should I look for my new job? Um, so then I would pull a card for each of these conditions, right? So it would be, Correct. okay, so I'd pull a card for when I realize, and then this card will tell me, and the next one, when I accept, 
and then this card, and then the third card when I acknowledge and whatever that card means, and then the fourth one is mm -hmm. the action step. What do I when I do yep. this? Yep. Okay. Wonderful. Exactly. I love that. That's so cool. So um, if if you just joined us late or you're you thought this was a pretty cool exercise, remember this is being recorded, so you can listen to it on the podcast and try it for yourself. This is a great um, great technique. I cannot wait to try that myself. Awesome. Very cool. good. So um, what I know that you pulled a couple of cards for everybody who's listening. I did. I did. Um, so every show, uh, which is usually the first Monday of the month, and it is. Is it? No, it isn't. We have Fourth of July. Anyway, it's today. Um, I pulled two cards for everyone who's listening live and everyone who will listen to the podcast in the future. Um, these cards are for you, and they generally extend out over the next few weeks. So I'd like you to think about them. I ask you to think about them. Um, and also, I pull them from different tarot decks because I want to spark your curiosity and encourage you to try new decks. Uh, it really opens, using different decks um, opens up your intuition. It helps you to see cards, the cards a bit differently. It's, it really expands your tarot foundation. So the cards that I pulled for this show, um, you can see them on my Instagram and on my Facebook. They are from the Victorian Romantic Tarot uh, by Karen Mahoney and Alex Yukalov. Victorian Romantic Tarot. It's a lovely deck. Uh, the Victorian Romantic Tarot shows images relating to the many, many subjects of art in the 1800s. Uh, the book lists these subjects as the idealization of the ancient Greek and Roman eras, monarchism versus revolution, <laughs> the craze at the time for all things Egyptian, uh, industrialization, and its opposite, rural romanticism, uh, sentimentalization of childhood, the rise in popularity of circuses and sideshows, Jungian psychoanalysis, changing attitudes about marriage and relationships and examinations of wealth, poverty, and charity. So they run the gamut. The, the images are quite different. Yeah. And all of the card images were taken um, from 19th century art, the art of the 1800s. Some are left as they are, and others have been um, sort of collaged, taken bits and pieces from a couple of different paintings to create a deck that is pretty much rider weight based. Oh, what and is the, for, what's, the, what's the name of this deck? It's the Victorian Romantic Tarot. Victorian Romantic Tarot. Cool. I've never it's seen this the before. Baba-store.com. B-A-B-A-Store. Uh, lovely people. I bought many of their decks. They only do a few uh, now and then, and they're lovely, lovely decks. And the cool thing, this particular deck provides three different versions of the lovers, two versions of the devil, and two versions of the emperor. Um, and I tend to leave all of the cards in. I don't just pick one lovers and one devil and one emperor, because if you look at the imagery, they're, they're portrayed slightly differently. And to me, they convey a slightly different meaning. Mm -hmm. So I leave them all in and whichever one is the most appropriate, um, to be interpreted at that time, that's the one that's going to come out. So it, it's a lush and beautiful deck. Um, I think you may want to take a look at it because it's really cool. Now, the cards. The cards that I pulled. Uh, the Tower. Oh, we always love the Tower. And the Ace of Wands. Um, should, should we say where they can see them now so they can be looking at them when I describe them? Yes, yes. So, yeah, so Instagram, you can follow Ann, uh, Ann Hence Tarot on Instagram, A N N H E N T Z. T-A-R-O-T at Instagram and also um, in your Facebook page, which is and hence connect with spirit, all one word. Okay, and that's currently posted there for this for this week. Yes. All right. Yes. All right. So the two cards. Um, the tower, if you look at this one, um, it's it's a little scary. Um, so the tower, when things go terribly wrong, we sometimes call it a shipwreck. Um, in this card, we see exactly that. 
the ship has sunk and these are the only two survivors clinging to some wreckage. They're beaten and they're battered, but they're alive. So this card is a reminder that even when difficult changes occur, you can survive them and they often make you stronger. If we look at the Ace of Wands, look at the, the power there, the, the, the angel bringing that ball of fire down to earth. This card holds out the promise of tremendous positive energy. It offers courage, confidence, and passion. And being an ace, it's a card of potential that it's up to you to manifest. So taken together for the next several weeks, these cards are reminding you that if events don't go as planned, or if unwelcome change is thrust upon you, look beyond that change and see what new and exciting good may come of it. Because this may simply be the divine clearing the way for you to discover new passion and new enthusiasm for what comes next. Pretty cool. Good. Good cards then. I mean, I know, I'm sure if someone was to pull a tarot card, they'd go, oh no, this is bad. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, but it's all about perspective and it is it's sort of clearing the decks for something new, for new energy to come in and, and, and sort of uh, making lemonade out of lemons, right? Absolutely. Great. Awesome. These are beautiful cards. If you get a chance to look at these cards um, and enhanced tarot on Instagram, really beautiful, especially the um, Ace of Wands, beautiful colors, very vibrant. Mm. Anne is a wonderful teacher. She's always, obviously, she's always bringing us wonderful lessons and tarot tips every month. Um, but definitely go to her website and check out her upcoming classes at annehence.com because uh, she does teach online. And you've got students from all over the place now because of um, having to go online with a lot of your teachings, yes? I do, I do. All the provinces of Canada, a bunch of our different states. I have some people in the UK. I have some women in Australia. It's really very cool. Fantastic. So nice to be able to have that reach now. Great. Thank you for technology. So, so let's go into our tarot readings. We're going to put this all into practice, right? And so, and actually answer some questions. So we've got several people looking for readings. So we're going to start. Let's begin. Just remember, um, it's always better to go more specifically. So when we pull you up on the air, you know, if you, if you have, some people say, oh, just, you know, pull some cards, see what comes up. And that's, you know, that can be fun. That, that's fine. But it's always helpful if there's a certain area of your life that you want some more insight on, at least, cut, you know, focus it on the area um, that will help us to um, really to hone in on what's, what's, what you really need to focus on. Okay. It's a bit more helpful that way um, for you. So, um, so let's go to uh, Michelle. She said she'd love a reading. Okay. Hi, Michelle. Welcome. Thank you. How are you? Good. How are you? Good. It's great to be here. Yeah. Thanks for, thanks for listening in. What can we focus on today for your reading? Yeah. How about um, maybe my work, like financial, like what kind of future? I'm kind of still trying to figure out what I want to be when I grow up. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Me too. Me too. <laughs> I think I go through this every summer, like, oh, what do I want to do next? <laughs> so um, we, the tarot cards aren't going to tell you what you should be when you grow up. Um, like, what are you doing now? Are you considering changing? What, what are the specifics of this? Yeah, I do a lot of different things. Um, so, yeah, it's really about kind of um, focusing my energy possibly in a different area. So right now I work on television, but I'm also like a beauty expert and I'm a life coach. An author. Well, while Anne's pulling cards, I just wanted to say really quickly um, what I'm feeling around you. Because you mentioned finances first. Yeah. Um, and I just get this strong sense with you that like that will never be an issue. I feel like you're you would you would do anything in your power to make sure that you have the finances coming in. And I just kind of feel like it's it comes a I know it comes a bit easy for you. I'm not saying that that's um, I just feel like sometimes people just know what they should do next in order to create the abundance that they need, right? It just people, right. sometimes people feel like they, they just feel naturally able to do that. It doesn't mean that they don't worry about their finances or they worry about where, where it's coming from next. But I just get that sense that you, you sort of, um, you have that energy about you that um, somehow it just all works out for you, um, that you always have what you need. And, yeah. um, 
and that's wonderful. So, um, so that we know is true there. And so the other thing that I'm picking up around, and so I'm pulling cards as we're talking here, um, there's something here about laying the already already laying the groundwork for something new. Like there may be sort of this thread of commonality between, I mean, obviously you've got many things, you have many items on the fire, you've got lots of things going on, but there's a commonality among all of these. And I'm, as I'm looking at these cards that I pulled for you, and I'm not doing tarot, I pulled oracle cards, that there's some, there's a, there's a common thread between all of these things. And it seems to be pointing in, in like one or two different on, different direction okay it is a very strong spiritual aspect to it as well okay. so um have you noticed that coming up i mean obviously i think with with life coaching there has to be for a lot of people there's an aspect of that yeah um, but are you finding that more more so lately yeah and i've been doing a lot of travel so i've been thinking about incorporating travel mm-hmm into helping people kind of find the beauty and exploration and traveling. Yes. yes. Oh, that, that, yeah, that, just kind of taking it to a different place. You know, now that I'm getting older, like my, my ideas and thoughts and interests are changing. So yeah. it's kind of pointing me in a new direction. And I say financial because um, I've also in the past gotten caught up with a lot of things where I'm working a lot and not really making much for my time. Mm-hmm. And so you know, kind of want to monetize what I'm doing as well. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. yeah. There, there's something here too. The one and then before I hand it over to um, to Anne, there's something here about a lot of support coming in for this idea, whether it be putting bringing together travel and maybe sacred journey type of work or something like that. Um, there's something about having of having it having a team being drawn together and it's not that you have to go searching for this team i feel like there may be a couple of close people nearby within your circle of influence that would be like this is great i would love to support you in this mm-hmm. um like that i just feel a, 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 i almost feel immediate support for this so if you were to put it out more f- to your circle and start putting that pulling ideas together for it you may actually find a lot of um, a lot of people on your team okay with this. okay well, let's see what ann says too Okay, well, I have um, five, six, seven, seven cards. Um, and they, they fell naturally into three groupings. Um, first, Ten of Pentacles and Knight of Pentacles. So this is a reminder, and I don't think it's a reminder that you need, but a reminder, number one, that you've laid a good foundation in all that you've done so far and to, be, to acknowledge that and to be grateful for what you have and what you have done. But the Knight of Pentacles is the energy that you're feeling now saying, what's next? Um, where do I go from here? And the next grouping, so that, you know, that makes sense for you to be feeling this way. Uh, the next grouping, though, is the, oh, my God, grouping. It's the Five of Pentacles. This is the two people trudging along and just, oh, um, Eight of Swords. She's all bound up and doesn't know what to do. And then the Ten of Wands, the burden card. So when these three came out, it made me laugh. Um, This is spirit saying, don't fret over this. Don't um, feel like you need to figure it out. Put that in quotes. Have fun with this next new direction. Not to worry. It Mm. will unfold because the last two cards, seven of pentacles, this is a card of assessment and growth. And as you go along, um, you know, veering left, veering right. And it's coupled with the chariot. So basically spirit is saying, yep, I think it's time. New things are coming to you. And I like what Laura was saying, Um, but don't stress over them. Don't put too much head stuff into them. Allow it to happen. And when it does, it will take off quickly. Oh, I love that. Get out of my own way. Yep. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) We all get in our own heads sometimes. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I need a reminder. Thank you. Yeah, that's. Very good. Very good reminder. Thank you. Excellent. Thank you so much, Michelle. Good luck with your next venture. Thank you, Laura. Thank you both. Appreciate it. Okay. So Tanya would also like some advice about what's up next. I think everybody's asking (laughs) lately, what's next? (laughs) (laughs) Hello, Tanya. Mm. Welcome to the Intuitive Life. Hi. Hi. I'm so excited to speak with you both. Thank you. So, so you want to know what's next? What next in what part of your life? 
Okay, well, uh, a quick synopsis. So in 2016, I had a leading role at a major university in IT, but I became a whistleblower to help out women who were also in management roles in IT. I was fired as a result. They um, moved on and are doing very well, but I've been at home since 2016. After I picked myself up, dusted myself off, I fell down into a depression. Fast forward six years later, and now I'm like ready to get back out there. Um, I have received the tower card um, three times this weekend before just seeing and review it. Um, and I'm thinking like, okay, what on earth? And so what's next? Uh, what I want to do is work as a quantum healer, hypnos hyp uh, hypnotist, think uh, Dolores Cannon. Oh, and, Dolores, and, yeah. just, mm -hmm, and just get myself back out there and and help people who were also whistleblowers, help them with healing. And then what's next financially as a result? Okay. That was a mouthful. Hopefully you guys got that. <laughs> I will jump in real quickly here, um, Anne, so then I, I hand it over to you. As, as you were talking about the scenario that brought, that sort of sparked where you, where, what brought you to where you are today, I was pulling mm -hmm. cards and like de deception card was coming up and, and that oftentimes will come up when there's an unmasking of truth to bring truth to the surface. So that makes perfect sense about what you're, you know, be, being a whistleblower and standing your ground. I also got the standing your ground card, which is standing your ground mm -hmm. around your belief system. Right. Mm -hmm. So, yes. and, and we can all look at, you know, things that challenge us obviously and say, okay, what, what did we learn from that? And that's what I have here is the awareness card that tells us, okay, it, first of all, it taught, personally for you it taught you about what you what you have you know um I just get the sense that not not that you weren't uh speaking your voice before but you found a new voice you found more courage to speak on because other people were being affected by this so right. it, it you found a different a different part of your voice being being brought to the surface here, which is really good. So that's a positive that came from this. Um, it's mm. also recognizing that you can influence change for people, um, and and you saw it in action, right? So, mm -hmm. um, so that's another thing. So going forward to the Dolores Cannon training. So you did the the Dolores Cannon training you did before this, before um, you had to leave your job. No. Mm -mm. Oh, this is what well, I've done BQH and I plan, uh, BQH is another modality, but I plan to move forward with QHHT, Dolores' training. Mm -hmm. Yes. Okay, great. So what I'm seeing, the only thing holding you back right now is sort of the logistics of it. Um, mm -hmm. So a lot of it is, so what I'm getting, um, I pulled a few more cards and they're all blue bordered cards. I'm using the psychic tarot deck. Uh, the blue party cards are all about the mental energy. It's about you know what our, what our thoughts are about things, how we view ourselves in the world, and and they tend to be unfounded fears a lot of times. So that's what I'm seeing here. Is like, am I am I capable of doing this? Can I can I bring enough clientele to make this an actual vocation that I can actually do this? Um, all of this stuff. So what it tells me is that 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 a lot of the doubts are coming from a place of there's no foundation for it. Okay. So mm -hmm. you have, you have what it takes to do this. All right. The other thing too, is uh, that's coming up is the business side of this. It's, it's deciding how to create a practice to offer this to other people. And this is where you might need to ask for other people's help to be able to have you bring that to the world. All right. Okay. So are you, are you focused at, it's for example, it would be something practical, like a website letting people know what you're all about, what you have to offer. Um, do you have those things yet? I do. I, I, in IT, I created a website, but I haven't gone live. I created my domain, all of that. Oh, but you haven't right. gone live yet. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. That's where we're going here. It's taking control of that. If there's something that you're doubtful about, actually, if there's anything holding you back about putting it live out into the world, have a friend look at someone who may know about websites, maybe someone who knows about the work that you do. Have a couple of people look at the website and say, is there anything you would change on this and see if it fits in what you feel is the direction you want to put the website in. That way, there's nothing left on the table to have you be reserved about letting this out. It's just mm -hmm. time to, to get your message out to the world. Basically mm -hmm. what it is. Don't let, you, don't let things hold you back anymore. 
So let's oh. see what Anne has to say on, from her tarot cards. Okay, well, you give me too much time to pull cards and I keep pulling them in there. They're all, they're all <laughs> over the place here. <laughs> okay, so what I see is um, a three-part moving forward in three parts. Um, the first grouping shows um, your the Empress. We start with the Empress. So this is showing your um, your love for people and for what is truth and what is right and the love for helping people heal and, and the caring and all that, which is wonderful. And we're immediately followed by the, the Nine of Pentacles. Nine, ending of an old cycle and beginning of a new cycle. So be sure to embrace that. And it's around finances and having everything that you need. It's coupled with the King of Swords, kings and queens, uh, especially in the swords. They make good decisions, they're intelligent. Um, so be sure that you own this energy, this King of Swords energy, because uh, the King energy is very take charge, um, do what needs to be done. And it's followed by the Justice card. So this tells me that you will find yourself, likely find yourself doing what feels right for you. Mm. Now, that said, don't be afraid to shift in the future as you go through the next phase, because this is followed by two cards, eight of cups, which is a walking away from something that was good, that did serve you, and the ten of wands burden card. Mm. So this suggests to me that at some point, once you really have this going, part of it may feel not right for you or mm too much effort or whatever. And mm -hmm. at that time, don't be afraid to change direction or to make whatever changes need to be made to make it feel um, joyful again. Because mm -hmm. the three cards after that, two of cups, knight of swords in a good way, and two of pentacles. Two of cups suggests to me that you may find yourself um, either working with someone, could be a partnership, could be just hey, what do you think about this? As Laura has said about the website. Um, but I think that there will likely be a coming together with someone else that will then cause your business to move forward very quickly, Knight of Swords. And this is the Lightseer deck. So this is a, a good, quick moving. It's not too, too, uh, too rash or anything. And it's followed by physical and financial balance of the Two of Pentacles. Mm. So I love this. I think you'll find yourself um, with an ally, we'll call it an ally, mm -hmm. ultimately, and uh, balance financially and physically. And what I think is cool is I reached over and I turned over the top card from the Victorian Romantic Tarot, which is mm -hmm. sitting over here. And again, it's the Two of Cups. Oh, so I really think that there's someone out there who will become your ally. Oh, wow. And that is so amazing. Thank you. Great work. So good job on being the whistleblower, <laughs> standing up for oh. other people. And, um, and just trust that what you have to offer the world is they're, they're ready for you. Oh, how neat is that? Thank you both Thank so you. much. Thank you, Tanya. Thanks for listening. And thanks for oh, asking sure. your question. All right. Good luck with everything. Thank you. Take care. Hi, Karen. Hi, Laura. Hi, Anne. How are you? I'm sorry I was on a computer that didn't have a mic and didn't realize it. Oh, no worries, no worries. Technology, all good. So I guess my question basically is, um, I kind of feel like I'm at a place where I've done all the work I can do and, and I want to kind of like know where where am I going next, either career-wise or living situation-wise, currently in North Carolina and trying to figure out if I'm going to move towards the east or move to another state or, or whatever. Already. So it's a couple of questions in there. So, okay, so what's, so what you need to focus on for work, it sounds like, or what you should be doing yes. next and, and as well, the location. Alrighty. Um, let me just take a moment while Anne's pulling her cards here to look at these questions. Um, am, am I right, Karen, that um, I, I just feel like there's a lot of communication stuff around you. So do you, do you work in a, I mean, a lot of us, obviously we all talk on our jobs in some way, shape or form, but um, there's just a lot of communication things going on around you currently. So yes. is that what you, okay. Cause I just is getting a strong sense of that, but I'm feeling as, as time goes on here, and I'm not saying that you're, you're going to be not using um, your communication skills on the next thing here. I'm just feeling the need to sort of be a bit more step back a little bit more or feeling mm -hmm. the need to be a bit more um, 
not not being the, uh, on the forefront of things. Does that make okay. sense? Does that, does uh, that... It might. It could. Okay. All right. Because I just feel it needs to sort of step back and, and sort of be in the background a bit more for some reason. Okay. Um, and so let me just see. Um, but you're not in healthcare right now, right? I'm not. No, I'm at a car dealership. Oh, really? Okay. Interesting. Mm -hmm. So are you in sales or something or do you work um, in parts? Public? I'm a, okay. a manager of parts. Ah, okay. So, man, okay. So, I just felt the sense of, of being someone like who's um, uh, working with the public or communicating a lot with people, getting things mm -hmm. done that way. Okay, that makes sense. Um, for some reason, I keep feeling for you, and I, I don't know if you want to get away from, from what you're doing now or the field that you're working in, but for some reason, there's something about healthcare that keeps coming around, around for you. And I'm not talking about you needing medical care. I'm talking about you working in medical care or something related to that. Have, okay. you, have you looked in sales for medical or something, or is that something that's been in the past for you? I have not. I, I used to work in a hospital when I was younger um, oh. in security, but okay. uh, I haven't really um, done anything in, in healthcare or thought about going but I enjoyed working at the hospital but uh haven't looked at doing it again okay all right like so what I'm saying what I'm feeling is I don't feel a, a change coming just yet for your work I feel okay. like it's it's steady right now and, mm -hmm. and it's, you have the choice whether to move on or not so I'm not getting a sense of you having having to change your job um but there may be an opportunity that comes up that I that and I could be placing it in the wrong place and I apologize for that but it okay. may be related to healthcare in some way and okay. it, it involves it feels like it involves communication working with people um directing people something something along this way in management so it'd be in management type of position but it just feels more um I don't know it, it, it does feel more related to something some kind of healthcare in some way so there may be an opportunity it's not saying to do that or telling you you should but you may find an opportunity comes up that'd be like, wow, this might be very interesting to a, a yeah. nice change at this point. So just keep your eyes and ears open. Um, I'm open. Sounds yeah, good. I feel like there's a ton of opportunities around you, actually. Yeah. Um, but this this one seems to rise to the surface, though. So good, good deal. Already. Great. Thank so you, Laura. Thank you. Let's pass this over to Anne. Okay. So um, the first three cards I pulled from the Voyager deck, uh, the tower. Oh, yay, the tower. Um, and then three of worlds, nurturing, and nine of worlds, harvest. So this feels like spirit is saying with tower, the tower is the energy of breaking things down, sweeping it away and starting fresh uh, with who you are now, as opposed to who you were when you started your career. Right. So it feels like the tower is saying, don't be afraid to make big changes if you get the feeling that it's time and I need to do something else. And um, don't be afraid of changes that are large because the energy of where spirit is suggested you might want to investigate is very gentle and caring. Uh, so when Laura's talking about healthcare, that's interesting. It doesn't have to be healthcare, but it's three of worlds nurturing. Three is about taking some action in the physical worlds um, where you can feel nurtured and you can nurture others. So it's moving um, into a sort of a kinder, gentler energy as you go forward. And then the, th the third card, nine of worlds, again, it's an old cycle ending and new cycle beginning around physical and career. And it suggests benefits because the key word for this nine of worlds is harvest. Um, nine of pentacles and other decks is about having made the change, reaping the blessings and having what you need and being very comfortable and content about it. Um, so the first thing to do um, when you're ready is to not be afraid of uh, clearing things away with that tower card. And I pulled from the pagan other worlds deck. I said, well, okay, this is cool. This looks like um, change would not be a bad thing at all. In fact, perhaps a good thing. So from the pagan other worlds, I pulled uh, thinking, what might this look like? Um, king of cups. Cups, again, there's that emotion that's, the, you know, kings are in charge. So it feels like it's a position where you have some authority, um, but it's in that watery realm, that emotional realm. Um, I, I keep thinking kinder, gentler, nicer. 
And the seeker, the seeker is a card where you find greater magic than you can ever expect. You go into something and you think, yeah, this is going to be good. In fact, you find that it's magical. Want to fearlessly explore your creative spirit? Join artist Susie K. Edwards for Path of the Butterfly, a weekend workshop at Omega Institute's beautiful campus in Rhinebeck, New York, May 24th through 26th. Experiment with a variety of art forms, engage in mindfulness, walking, and silent meditation, and discover a new and free-flowing creative vision. This workshop is for beginners and professional artists. Learn more at eomega.org slash thrive. Cool. Awesome. Yeah, I love it. Thank you. It makes sense to me right now. Um, it all makes sense. So thank you very much, both of you. Oh, Excellent. Most welcome. Excellent. <laughs> And I did, I just pulled a couple of quick cards for the location of possibly moving, you know, the looking towards that. And, and I'll just do this really quickly. So you said, you said something about moving East and this being in the same state or. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The, yeah the, um, we've been pondering moving mm-hmm. maybe towards the coast, the beach area. We're kind of yeah. like in the middle Western side um, yeah. and we don't, we're away from family. So we're, we're pondering moving East or, mm-hmm. or it could even move West. Uh, who knows? Yeah. I just, I pull cards for both of those options. And so looking at the going East, that there's, there's more to be gained by going East, um, 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 both emotionally and physically. So there may be work opportunities and uh, a family connection or emotional connection going on. Um, But many choices available that way. If you go West, did you live further West before? We did. We lived in yeah. California. Yeah. Okay. Okay. There's so just getting a sense of like almost coming home kind of feeling, yeah. uh, but, in, but in a different way from going East, which is kind of interesting. Um, so it's, it, you, you may find if you do end up looking, going, going West, maybe going to the West coast or something that you may find if you do that, the first place that you live may not be the permanent one. You may end up having to rent somewhere temporarily and do something else. So if you're looking for something more permanent, it may take a little while to find a permanent space to live in. Okay. Makes um, sense. But it all looks good. And, I mean, it's and, just, yeah, I'm sorry. Go ahead. And, and <laughs> I was just going to, you know, let this ride and let you do the locations. Cause I had forgotten about the locations, but the cards are sitting here right in front of yeah. me. I can't do that. So I just quickly pulled <laughs> one card for going east and one card for going west. And I find it so interesting. And this is why I'm all like, let me talk, help, help, help. Can we, can we, can we listen? <laughs> um, because one of your three cards from the Voyager deck came back for the east and it's the nurturing card. Okay. Energy for moving east, three of worlds, taking action in the physical around nurturing, loving, caring. So I think, and I'm getting goosebumps on that. So I think there's a significance to that. Mm -hmm. And not to rule out West, um, I got the time space card. And this is about everything happening in its appropriate time. So my feeling about these two cards is that East may be uh, more appropriate for now. Um, because this card has come back and it has that lovely energy. But as I look at the time space card, I think, but you know, at some point you may wind up back out West. But it'll be, it'll be only when the time is right. And you'll know that. Understand that completely. Thank you. Okay. Very good. Well, thank you so much, Karen. I hope that helps. It does. Thank you very much. Wonderful. All right. Take care. You know, it's funny too. And um, just because I know that we have a lot of tarot students that listen um, on the first question, I pulled the tarot car, uh, uh, tower card also, <laughs> which I thought, was, I thought that was like, when you said, oh, that, I, I forgot to mention funny. that I pulled that. And then the heart chakra card, which is the nurturing, which you had mentioned and everything. So yep. like, yep. yeah, isn't that I amazing? That when we track. Yeah. It's yep. so interesting when they, they all uh, match up. And, and you know, my, my right brain goes, yeah, yeah, of course. And my left brain goes, hot damn, that's cool. <laughs> it is really cool um Teresa she Teresa would like some insight about her financial situation Alrighty, hi Teresa are you there how are you good how are you hi good can you hear me yeah I can so you're wondering when your financial situation is going to improve correct okay so we can look at timing with this that's one thing that Tarot can do is we kind of address timing right Anne indeed yep Mm -hmm. and are you 
Are you doing anything to improve it or are you just hoping things change? What What's going on here? I'm stagnant right now. I'm very stagnant. Try to improve it, but it's not, nothing seems to be catching. Okay. See what Ann says. I, want, I know what I want to say, but I just want to. I want to see what Ann says first this time. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let me. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll go through November and see. Yeah, get do December. I'm almost there. I love it when I try and grab a card and it hides itself in the deck. Like, nope, not me. Oh, fine. Okay then. All right, let me turn these babies over. Ah, it. So are you pulling a card for each month for the next coming months, like one a, one a month or? Uh, I pull two a month. This is my usual way because the way that the conditional is great, except I think it's would take too long for us to do here. Um, that conditional example that I gave. Normally what I'll do is um, pull two cards per month, first half of the month, second half of the month. And then I look at them and I look for the cards that say, here, here is where whatever it is that you're looking for is happening. Uh, so I don't normally read every card. So what I what I have is one card now because we're halfway through July. I have one card for July and then two through the end of the year for the months. Um, the cards that, okay, I have one card and then two cards and then two cards that are saying, let's talk. The first card is for this, the rest of this month, Teresa. So um, embrace this. It's the Queen of Swords. Queen of Swords gets good ideas. She thinks about these things. She uh, becomes very logical and, and makes good decisions. So throughout this next, the rest of this month would be a very good time for you to really get some clarity around who are you now? What do you want to do now? How can you make this happen? Um, and, and be the Queen of Swords. So okay. now it's July, August. September is where I see a change in finances. So that's not far away. That's why I be the queen now. In September, we have King of Pentacles. Um, King of Pentacles has everything that he needs. Um, this is a very comfortable card. And it happens to be coupled with the Six of Cups, which suggests to me that this change in finances may come about through... Um, an association with or through the action of someone that you already know or someone from your past um, or some or something to do with youth, any of that. But we're looking at September, July, August, September, yep, uh, where things shift. And then I, I can't ignore the cards for December. Something shifts in September, but in December, we have such joy. Ace of Cups, great potential for joy, and Queen of Cups. Um, so we move from uh, somewhat more financial stability in September to the joy of it all by the end of the year in December. Wonderful. Yeah. Yay. So <laughs> embrace that, welcome that energy, be the Queen of Swords. All right. That's what I was feeling, I was feeling end of the year. I, I keep feeling like there, I mean, obviously when we're focused on finances and things that uh, help support us in life that sometimes we can get, have a lot of anxiety with it. Right. Mm -hmm. um, so for some reason, I keep feeling like I need to, I, I often will share this on the show. If there's a, an affirmation um, that I think I got it from Louise Hay. So I got it. I'm trying to attribute it to the right person. So I apologize if I'm not. <laughs> okay. But I just found, especially when you know, you've done everything you can and you're, you're keeping your eyes and ears open for, for opportunities to make, you know, for your financial picture to improve. Um, in those in-between times when it's really, you know, anxiety and, and feeling a bit off about it is always, you know, take a few breaths and just say things like, um, I pay my bills with ease and I always have extra money. Nice. Okay. I think that is Louise A. I think so, or, or someone close to it, <laughs> maybe yes. I may have something, but I just found like in, in those moments, especially when I'm sitting down writing bills um, or knowing that a bill is due, or I'm just feeling the anxiety rise up. I'll, I'll say that a couple of times. And it just, it, it really started when I started doing that several years ago, it shifted everything. And I know it seems crazy to feel that like one thing that you can say can shift a lot, but uh -huh. it, it helps us to calm our energy a bit so that we can see the opportunities without panicking. And Laura, um, can you say that again, please? Okay. I pay my bills with ease. 
and I always have extra money. Excellent. Okay. Very nice. Yeah. And another thing too is um, uh, I know a lot of people don't write checks anymore, um, but when you're paying, maybe you're paying a bill online or something like that, or you see uh, money come out of an auto pay or something out of your account, it's um, just take a moment, say, thank you for having the abundance to be able to pay this bill. Thank you so much. And um, yeah. yeah, and it just, it just takes all the sting out of the, the anxiety that comes with, with that. And it, it does, it does shift things. So Perfect. I hope it helps, Teresa. It did. Thank you so very wonderful. much. Wonderful. You have a wonderful summer. You also. Thanks for listening. All right. Thank you. Okay, Tammy. Did we did we pull up Tammy already? Or did I try to bring Tammy up? I think I did try to bring Tammy up before. Hi, Tammy. Welcome to the program. Hi, Laura. How are you? Good. How are you? Good. So my question is, I'm struggling. Um, Back in 2016, I made, I think what I made is the a really big mistake in um, a move I made. And now I've been struggling back and forth to go back or stay where I am. And it's more of a state question. Do I go back east or do I stay down south? And I think I'm, I'm afraid to make another mistake. So I make no decision at all. Yes. Oh, very human. <laughs> So we'll pull cards for both of those options and see. And I feel like you're doing, actually, you know, I, I know that um, a lot of times we we feel stuck and we can't make a decision just for that fear of, of making the wrong choice again. Um, but I feel like for whatever reason that you're making the right choice by not doing that just yet. So don't, okay. feel, like you're, don't feel like you're missing the boat by not doing anything right now. Okay. Um, it feels like a pause is warranted here. So- okay. That's a good thing. Let's see what Anne has on her cards. So you're currently in the South? Uh, yes. Okay. All righty. Yeah. Um, I agree with Laura. It feels like there's more that can be done where you are now. And um, I would ask you to please stop thinking of it as a big mistake. Okay. Because as we think, so we create. Oh, and what okay. I, what I, sure. What I'm seeing here is, the Seven of Swords is, that's our mind stuff, or in this case, your mind stuff, feeling the mistake aspect and like you're blocked and there's nothing that can be done. And oh my God. Um, and yet the Knight of Pentacles is here. And this, this is um, in this deck. This Knight of Pentacles is, he's got some great action. So it feels as if there is some action that you can probably take that would either improve you financially or improve you in the in the physical surrounding, the physical situation, pentacles. Mm -hmm. And eight of wands is here. Eight of wands is a very successful card. It's a yes card. It's um, got great energy. So I think reframe where you are and how you think about where you are, um, not as a problem, but going forward as a um, potential blessing that has some promise for you, if you uh, can take some actions about it. Now, okay. that said, you don't have to stay there forever. I see for the cards moving back east at some point, seven of swords, uh, I'm sorry, six of swords. This is a feeling of peace. But underneath it, uh, which, would, which you would get from moving back east. But the queen of swords who makes good decisions is looking at the two of swords, which um, is a blocked energy right now. So it feels like maybe at some point it will be a good thing to go back east, but it feels like right now there's more that you can do with where you are now to turn it into something much better. Okay. I get that. Cool. I get it. Thank you very much. Very good. Thank you. And thanks for listening, Tammy. And I uh, hope that helps. It does. Thank you very much okay. for both right. of you. Thanks, Tammy. Take care. You're welcome. I did want to address this one, um, Michael. So let me let me bring you up, Michael. This is a very different question, and I just want to bring you up so we can talk through this. Okay, we're going to focus on something completely different. Hi, Michael. Hi. Hi, Michael. Hi. How are you? Hi. I'm doing pretty well. I'm so pleased that you chose me. Yeah, I was looking at your question here. I'm so sorry. You're saying that um, your yeah, brother was murdered and murdered around a little bit after Valentine's Day, and um, 
you know, I've been on a spiritual path for maybe 45 years (laughs) and I know a lot, right. You know, and, uh, apply a lot. And this has really got me, uh, stumped as far as, uh, even allowing myself to feel my grief because I, I am so aware of this, the murderer, the perpetrator as, as also, a child of God, a spiritual being. And I know there are a lot of things like sometimes things are planned ahead of time, mm-hmm. like perhaps between my brother and, and this young man. And uh, I feel like I need to be able to forgive him, but I just kind of feel like I keep bumping up against a, a wall in all of the things that I would know typically have applied in the past and you know to forgive yeah so um techniques practices all of those things they just it's kind of like a flat I guess I don't really know how like this you know I I feel like I am 66 years old and I thought you know these are my golden years (laughs) and after all these years and suddenly this is a herculean task spiritually of course and Um, I don't have a lot of support for that um most of my family I would say all of my family is is very vengeful they're in in a state of vengeance and I understand that really well too because actually my brother's body was really harmed I'm not going to go into anything graphic Mm -hmm. but um that was a an additional agony was the way that he was murdered so so sorry yeah thank you so much um well this 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 is such a recent event as well so this I mean you lost your brother in February so that wasn't that long ago um it sounds like you're still in shock about it too so I am you know and that's the other thing is that I I almost didn't let myself feel anything because I think I was I just immediately skipped ahead to what I know about things spiritually, you know? Right. And, and I think that I skipped mm-hmm. a number of stages. Or yes. And that's ways of moving through it. That happens a lot. Like I know so many people who, you know, they've been studying for years about you know, the spiritual laws and, and the, the power of forgiveness and years and years and years. And then something drastic happens that just rocks their world and then there's they're struggling with you don't want to bypass the pain you don't want to bypass the the anger and and the disappointment in the world and everything that grief brings to our table okay all right and it's and you know spiritual awareness is a tool but it can't it can't buy we can't bypass being having the human experience of grief okay so it's, it can be sort of a North star for you um, to say, okay, this is where I want to end up. It doesn't mean that you can't feel anger though. Okay. And you don't even think this has been that long for me to have. I don't think it's, it's only happened. Oh my goodness. No, it was only February. No. Yeah. No. I've lost. And I, time. go ahead. I would like to um, add, I had some thoughts about, um, what you have said, and I decided to pull some cards. Oh, thank you. And really, they they confirm kind of what I was getting uh, intuitively anyway. Um, you, as a human being, don't have to forgive this person. Put that in God's hands. Put that in the goddess's hands. Exactly. Yeah. If, If we look at the three cards that I pulled, the first one is child of crystals, learner. Crystals are swords. That's our mind, our beliefs. Child of crystals, learner is saying, how about if you allow yourself to think differently about this? Take this burden of forgiveness off of your shoulders. Put it in the hands of the goddess and the god. Ace of wands illumination. That's the next card. That's our spiritual card. That's a card of great potential that for me would be one of the cards of the divine. 
it feels like it's saying, no, be, be easy on yourself. Mm-hmm. Hand it off to the, to the God and the goddess. Hand it off to the divine. Let divine do what needs to be done for this person. And the third card is nine of crystals. We're back to our beliefs again. This will allow you, nine of crystals, to have a whole new cycle start around the beliefs about, you know, what do you, quote, have to do? Um, and what can you simply allow to be? That feels good. I like that idea of allowing versus doing and having to do. Mm-hmm. And one other technique you can use is when you think about this person, don't have any thoughts, try not to do any judge. Because as you say, we're all humans with who knows what horrific past this person might have had. Um, so not for us yes. to, to judge, but simply surround the person in pink light. That's a so pink idea. light of pink, pink light of unconditional love. Don't let your mind think anything. Just see the person surrounded by pink light of unconditional love. Doesn't have to be your unconditional love. Oh. And be simply can simply be divine unconditional love, universal unconditional oh, love. Oh, I could do that. Excellent. That's great. That's great to think it doesn't have to be. Exactly. It's not your problem to forgive this guy. Exactly. And, and you, 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 you don't have to dismiss your, your humanness around this, your feelings of you know, the anger and everything. That's just correct. Just, yeah, know. I was doing that big time. I was big time doing that. Yeah, yeah. Don't feel. Yeah, it. Yeah, don't beat yourself up over that. It's. It's. It's what you need to go through in order. To, you have mm-hmm. to feel it as it comes up, and don't, don't try to judge it. Don't try to to think your way out of it. Emotions are emotions, and you and you have to you have to work through them. Um, check out. Um, have you Have you ever looked at um, David Kessler's website? Well, he's just one of my heroes. <laughs> yes, he's wonderful, and he's, yes. and. Um, and he, he, he obviously he studied with um, Elizabeth Kubler Ross. Yeah. Yes. And so, so for anybody who's listening, and if you're struggling with grief of any kind, um, not, not just a, a passing as well, but any kind of major life changes where it brings on, on the, um, you know, the, everything that comes up with grief, um, check grief.com. David, uh, David Kessler's website, he has a lot of resources there. And um, I will but, redo that. Yeah, and, and and like I said, like both Anne and I realizing it's only February. My goodness, this was only mm. a, a breath ago. You know, this was very recent. So go easy on yourself. Okay? I appreciate you saying that because to me, it feels like it's been a long time. I'm sure. But I've distorted time in my mind. Yeah. So hearing both of you, your you know responses really kind of sets me back down where I need to be instead of... Yeah. And, yeah. and really, I mean, to give you some perspective, I lost my only sibling, my brother, to pancreatic cancer oh, um, six sorry. years ago. Six years ago. He was my best friend growing up, oh. um, my best friend as an adult. And it's been six years. And even as I'm talking now, I'm, I'm you know, feeling like if I let myself, I would have tears. And, oh. and my heart still breaks. Not all the time. Not all the time. That would be unbearable. But it's been six years, and I still miss him. And I, you know, if I think about him, you know, I get that heart ache that he's not here anymore. Right. So February. Oh my God, darling. Oh, <laughs> February is a blink of an eye. Thank you for the reality check. I appreciate everything that you all said. And actually, I I thought the cards and that you opened with really kind of pertain to my life. Too. Yeah. Okay. Good. So, yeah. I so I appreciate I appreciate that a lot. Thank you so much, both of you. Thank you. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And and many blessings to you. And uh, we'll keep you in our prayers. Oh. And much love. Much love. Oh, much love thank to you. you all. And thank you so much. Thank you. Take care, Michael. Thanks for listening. All right. Thank you. Bye bye. Well, that brings us to the end of the hour. So uh, anybody would like to check out Anne's website, please go to annhentz.com. It's A-N-N-H-E-N-T-Z.com. Uh, you can find out how you can have a private reading with her. 
or check out, our, check out our classes. She has wonderful online classes if you're interested in learning more about the Tarot. And thank you so much, Anne. It's always a pleasure to work with you. Oh, I feel the same. I, I look forward to our Mondays. Yes, I love it. So we'll be back in uh, begin the first Monday of next month. So hopefully we'll see you all there. Have a great week, everybody. You can subscribe to this podcast on Apple, Google, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Also, you can stay informed about upcoming podcasts by following me on social media. I am Intuitive Laura on Instagram and TikTok, or you can simply go to my website and sign up for my email newsletter at lauraworcester.com. What is it you really want in life? No matter what you've been through, you can still achieve it. I'm Sandra Ann Taylor, and in my Energy Activation podcast, we'll explore the science of manifestation, and I'll give you specific techniques to shift your energy in order to make your dreams a reality. I also do live energy readings, and you can be a part of the show by emailing your questions to me at sandrataylor.net. Join me on the mindbodyspirit.fm podcast network or wherever you get your podcasts.